Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning to Bree Hammond and Jay Brooks. How are both of you this early morning? Good morning. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm good. I sound like I smoke a carton of cigarettes per day and I don't even smoke. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, it's super early for me because I'm in Las Vegas, so it's like 6.35. But, hey, I'm here. Oh, bless your heart. You guys are so worth it, of course. Well, hey, let's jump right in here. You two are part of the cast of this new reality show that's really making a lot of headlines, Grown in Gospel on the We TV Network, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time. So whoever wants to go first, both of you are from famous gospel music families, uh, Fred Hammond and, uh, of course, Bishop uh, Brooks, Bishop Michael Brooks, founding member of the popular group commissioned. So I was wondering, what did your dads, what was their initial reaction when you both told them, hey, I'm going to, I've accepted to be a part of this new Grown in Gospel reality show. What was that like? Well, I guess I'll go ahead and say, uh, honestly, I knew my dad was not going to be a fan of it because it's the generation he comes from and how he was raised, I I just knew. So I literally had to move, as they say, in silence mm-hmm. until things had really solidified and gotten, you know, a for sure, for sure thing because I just didn't want to risk it being like, you know, oh, I, I don't think you should do this. Um, so I, I I kept it a secret as long as I could. And then by the time I told my dad, um, he surprised me a little bit in in saying that he felt that it was something that I, um, or I'll say it this way, I perceived that he felt like it was something that I needed to do. Um, but overall, I still felt that he was probably not the most excited about it because this totally contradicts all of like how he was raised and the generation that he comes from where, you know, just keep everything a secret, sweep things under the rug, don't necessarily deal with everything and uh, take it to the grave. So I knew this was not in line with that for sure. What about you, Jay? Yeah, Jay, what about you? Well, you know, my my pops was kind of like, you know, he he kind of let me do my own thing, you know. See, we me and Billy are a little different because, of course, I'm the boy, so it's four girls and one boy. So with me, he kind of just like, man, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing crazy, but do your thing, like you know. So my dad wasn't even tripping. It was cool. Yeah. It was Maybe cool. it's a girl, a, a son and a daughter thing. That that might be the dynamic that makes a difference for sure. Right, right. Well, now that the show is out and it's being very well received, has the reaction changed with both dads or, or your entire families? Or how, what's that like now that the show is doing quite well, it seems? Heck no. Nah. It's, it's worse. My dad is not, it's, it's gotten worse. <laughs> No. Um, because the reality of like the the aspects of my testimony that I'm sharing, you know, the truth is hard sometimes, and it it hurts in in many ways. So I 
yeah, we are we're navigating these uncharted waters. Um, and I would say that from what I'm experiencing, um, at least my mom, I would say, is a bit more relieved now that she sees how things are unfolding. Um, but again, because some of those hard truths are coming out in my uh, testimony, it is, it is, I think, rocking, rocking my dad's world. So y'all keep him in prayer because I'm praying with my daddy every day. Lord, help, help him, Jesus, help him. He's gonna be yeah, all right. Yeah. He'll be all right. My dad, he, he, he's still not tripping. He kind of like my dad tripping about stupid stuff that don't matter. Like you just say hell no. It's like it's okay. Like. Like, this, that's not a big deal. Hell no. Not we'll big deal. Yeah, it's like, it's them kind of things he's tripping about. Like, he just, you know, that generation is, they, they're about perception. You know, they're about, like, making it look how it's supposed to look. Like, fake it till you make it almost. Even if it's not all together, keep it together. And our generation mm-hmm. is about, it ain't all together. We, I'm telling you it ain't all together, and I don't care what you think. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it together. So this is me. Right. You know, so right. like you said, it's a different generations. Well, you sure. know, I, I grew up, I'm a PK, so to speak, preacher's kid for people who are not familiar with the terminology. So I totally understand <laughs> what both of you are saying. Believe me, I do know. But now, okay, so each one of you wanted to follow in your famous dad's footsteps as far as music. So gospel did it did it does it have to be gospel music that you the genre of music that you both are interested in or what um well i'll say i i I do all music you know gospel is where i came from but gospel more than any other genre of music is a gumbo it's fusion it's jazz it's blues it's r&b it's like gospel music has influenced more r&b artists than r&b artists oh yeah you know what i'm saying like like we do all types of music. I think um, gospel is just foundational for us. But I think you know, um, even with I can't speak for Bree, but working on Bree's music and some of the things that we're doing together, it's not about gospel music. It's you know we are gospel. You know what I'm saying? We have right. uh, the message that's literally walking. But our expression and the things that we put out and the things that we're interested in. It's all types of things. Like we, I love country music. I love so you know. If you look at my catalog, you're gonna see me doing all kind of music. You're gonna see me doing hip hop. You're gonna see me doing you know everything. So I'm not boxed in the one thing. It's like when you put gospel on stuff. Sometimes even on the show, sometimes they say, "Well, gospel music producer," and I get it because we're doing gospel. You know, it's, it's called growing in gospel. But really, I'm just a music producer. I do everything. So. No box. No box. Same here. Um, Jay is absolutely right. My music that we're working on, we've had, I don't know how many conversations where we're balancing what we know the public is kind of expecting with what we have in our hearts to present to the world as far as um, the message that we, we know God has given us. So it's that balance between how do we avoid the box, but at the same time, um, really represent our God and our faith in, in the best way. So finding that balance for sure. 
Well, having said that, yeah. now that we know more about that, you both of you are not going to be typecast, so to speak, in one genre of music. Let's go back again. How has that been with both of your famous dads? You know, do they prefer that both of you do the traditional gospel like the dads did, or what? I would say that my dad's perspective is, if if I had to speak for him, um, but y'all feel free to ask him. (laughs) Um, My perception is that he believes that he knows gospel music because he does. I mean, he's a legend. Um, He has changed so much in the gospel industry, urban worship and so forth. So I know that he's super duper, like maximum confidence level in that space. Um, I think that because he's been doing that for as long as I've been alive, that he would probably um, look to other sources for a different sound um, or a different vibe that would kind of venture outside of the gospel sound, like that churchy sound. So um, I think that his level of expectation for me is that he tries to keep things open and not put me in a box, but as just far as his involvement and being able to help me achieve what I'm looking to do, I think there's some hesitancy there um, as far as him being confident in helping me venture outside of the gospel sound, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Please wrap. Uh, are we still here? Yeah. Oh. I'll add, I'll add, my dad... My dad only did gospel, and I always thought it was a mistake from a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, from a child, I was always kind of had this thing like, man, there's so much more to do than only gospel. But that was his conviction. You know, they he uh, produced. I forgot the name of the lady name, but it was it was a gospel song. But BET was running it like crazy, so they actually like brought my dad. Uh, Janet Jackson's manager brought my dad to, um, she had a show at Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit, and they loved him, brought him, you know, was like, hey, man, you know, we really want you to be a part of her next album. She was on tour, you know, all these things they wanted him to do. And the furthest he did was like a Christmas project with like, you know, all of the R&B artists at the time, Tommy, Tommy, Tony, Rebecca Williams, Boyz II But it was like he never would do R&B or secular music. And I always felt like, man, that's a mistake. Like, we should be able to do all music. So for me, it was kind of a resolve for me. Like, I'm going to do gospel because I love it and it's in me, but I'm going to do everything else too. So, you know, that that's intentional for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to squeeze one final question in here before they cut me off. Really fast here. Do you two recall how old were you when you figured it out that your dads were famous? Oh, shoot, I was a baby, because them them folk made it very clear, his fans, I was like, oh, that's my daddy music, and that's, you know, that's my dad, and oh, my dad, so, yeah, no, I was probably two, three years old when I was like, oh, yeah, my dad is, he's a singer, and people love him. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) It took me a minute, I think it took me, like, oh, you know, I was older, I remember, like, who I call Uncle John, like John P. Key, like and Yolanda Adams and all of them, like all being at my house. And my dad tells a story about us. 
seeing Bibi and Cece, who I really thought were like the biggest celebrities in the world. And so when I fell out of, <laughs> he laughed and he like, he was running like, oh my God, there's a Bibi and Cece. And he was like, you know, thinking like, you know, your dad is kind of a big deal too. But when you're a kid, <laughs> it's just like, no, you're just my daddy. That's Bibi and Cece. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it took me a while. It took me to about seven or eight. So. To figure it out. Yeah. Well, I just love the show. Again, it's grown and gospel. And as we can hear from you too, you've got your own path charted out and you're walking down that pathway. Again, it airs Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time on WeTV and it's streaming on the All Black Network. So Bree and Jay, thank you guys so much. I wish I had so much more time with you. We're going to have to really do this again. Maybe season two. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely, count me in. Well, I'm going to be paying. Yeah, I'm going to be paying attention to the music charts for both of you. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.